Welcome to Best Song Ever. This is a mini-episode. It's me, Mini Luke LeBen. I shrunk myself down just for you for this episode. Uh, and with me, as always, is Mini Kevin Connor. Hello. I, I'm i not Mini. Yeah, and it's scaring me. You're so big. I I haven't been Mini. Yeah, I'm, I'm extra big. It's, uh, you know... Yeah. I, I, I watched the Tom Hanks movie, and I was like, uh, oh, I, I greatly misunderstand the premise of this. I'm going to get bigger. It has that effect, you know? Um, it makes you big just by <laughs> secondhand bigness. Um. It uh, I just want to be big enough to play on that keyboard that they use their feet with, with my hands. Oh, isn't that the dream? It's the only song I know how to play on keyboard, so like that I gotta do it. You know you could just play a normal sized keyboard at that point. If you're big enough to where you can play that with your hands, you could just play a regular piano. Get the fuck out of here, Luke. <laughs> oh, stupid idea. Dumb. Stop squashing my dreams. And speaking of award winning films like Big, it's Oscar season and you know, I've been watching a lot of the movies to uh, check out the contenders, and I thought it'd be fun if we mash up some Oscar plots and titles in a game we're calling Oscars Mashup. Hell yeah. And I'll give you a uh, easy one first, Kev, because this one I already told you, and it was my inspiration and example for how the game will be played. So I'll read you my log line, and you try and guess what the mashed up title is. You got it. All right, hit me. A musician who's going deaf falls in love with a fish man who's being hunted by the government. Uh, that's obviously either... The Shape of Metal, or The Sound of Water. The sound of Water. It is The Shape of Metal. Correct. Why don't you give me one of yours next, and we'll go off and All on. All right. Uh, this is not a this year movie, but it is a recent Oscar nominee. Okay, acceptable. Down on his luck with no job or money, a chance encounter turns our protagonist into his teenage self once again with a dangerous mission. Deliver a message to the front lines of World War I. 1917 again. Boom! <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't Numbers? think... Was 17 again a Oscar nominee? <laughs> no, but I didn't have many good ones, so I brought it into the category to any movie. It works. I love it. Um, all right, this one's a little ridiculous. Uh, a stockbroker does a lot of drugs, commits financial crimes, and murders Sean Penn's daughter. <laughs> oh, I've got half of it. <laughs> yeah. You want me to just give it to you? It's the it's the Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know what it's... Yes. And then What's another a, what are we adding? movie. It's the Wolf of Mystic River. <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> work. I was like, what was Sean Penn in that starts with Street? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah, that's not my best one, but it was two Oscar movies I could think of. <laughs> that's uh, that's okay. I'll, uh, I'm going to go with one of, the, one of the wilder ones. Cool. 
In this closing entry in the trilogy, the world is on the brink of war with the Dark Lord himself as a long-missing ruler finally takes the crown and delivers a fateful address. Uh, I know it's the King's Speech is one of them. Okay, that's the harder one in my mind. It's very long. Um, I have no clue. And I forgot the first part of what you said, so why don't you just give it to me? That is The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the <laughs> King's Speech. That's good. That's good. And those both were Oscar noms. Yeah. Well done. Um, hey, I got another long one for you. All right. Uh, a Vietnam vet steals money from the Manson family and a wild chase begins. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I've got zero percent idea what you've got here. <laughs> this is a game where we're probably not going to get them most of the time, so I'll just give it to you. Once upon a time in no country for old men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I searched for a while for a no country uh, for old men like combination yeah. and couldn't find a good one, and I see that you couldn't either. Yeah, so those ones are not the best. Some of mine are uh, stretches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this uh, this includes a movie that is definitely not an Oscar winner or nominee, but I think you're gonna get it. Okay. Catherine Heigl suffers in this harrowing drama as she becomes trapped in a bridal dress warehouse. Uh, saw twenty seven dresses. <laughs> no, one hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. Good. Maybe if you said something about drinking pee or cutting her arm off, then I would have got it for sure. <laughs> well, I got. You, I can't spoil the plot. Yeah, to right. This that would give it away. Drama rom com. Uh, there's no way you're gonna get this one, but let's see. All right, challenge accepted. <laughs> also, this one's okay. A quirky New Yorker wins the White Savior Award for treating her servants with basic human decency before realizing she's dating a pedophile. Okay, it's a Woody Allen movie. And I want to say Green Book, so like... <laughs> You're so close. Okay, alright, 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 I can do this. I'm going to give myself ten seconds. Um, It is something I don't know, shit. I... I wow, I'm glad you got the Woody Allen part. Uh, Annie Help. <laughs> like Annie Holland the Help. <laughs> That's uh that's that's the worst one you've done. <laughs> yeah. Um you got any others for me? I got two. Okay, give them to me. All right. Murder and protest are front stage in this period piece featuring quick-witted dialogue and bouts of song and dance. Oh, murder and protest. Um Judas and the Black Messiah, La La Land. <laughs> no, that's obviously the trial of the Chicago Seven. <laughs> that's good. Like All right, it. and one more. Again, one of these is not uh, Oscar nominee, but a gory and charming adventure as two weary college students are tortured by quirky cinematography and a promising young bellhop. Um, I'm thinking the Grand Budapest Hotel is one of them. Mm-hmm. College students tortured. You gotta, you gotta twist one of these words. Yeah, yeah. 
Budapest? Is it hotel? Oh, is it the Grand Budapest Hostel? It is. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, I got a couple more ridiculous ones for you, and then we will uh, wrap this up. All right. <laughs> you probably won't get this one because I had to look <laughs> up the plot of one of these. A troubled boxer punches his way through the Ottoman Empire during World War One. Oh, it's. He's got it. He's he's thinking. He's close. This one, the title actually works better than the plot. I is it Cinderella Man something? <laughs> no, but I like I like the. Uh, there's a lot of boxer movies that were nominated. Um, so good try. It's Lawrence of a Raging Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was way off. Okay, and then lastly, a group of journalists pose as a film crew to escape being murdered by Steve Buscemi and Peter Stormare. That's Fargo. Yes! Okay, well done. A mix of Fargo and Argo. Yeah. Nice. So, that's Oscar mashups for you. Uh, Annie and I... Well, Annie started watching Lost last week. Oh, shit. And she's never seen it. Uh, and I was like, she was like 10 minutes into it. And I like walked in. And I was like, oh, I'll sit down and watch like the pilot. It's really good. And now uh, we're watching Lost. Uh, nice. And have finished the first season. Because that's all we did this weekend. I started it again with Kyle. And she lost interest. <laughs> she <laughs> lost like, interest. She lost interest. Uh, Annie, Annie's like, I fucking hate you. Like, how dare you do this to me? <laughs> Because I suggest, I'm like, you would like it. It's like yeah. mystery and spooky. It's so, and she's but like, then it doesn't pay off. Well, it's well and she's does. just like, it's all I can think about. Like, I, like we stayed up Sunday to finish the first season, and I was like, you're not gonna get like a conclusion. Like, yeah, this, right. the season's gonna end, and that's the worst <laughs> point to stop. And she's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I want to watch it. And like, we went to bed, and she's like, thinking about that hatch. <laughs> Think about the, the hatch was the best. Yeah, oh, man, I used to rush home from youth group on Wednesdays to watch Lost. <laughs> I uh, my mom and I were like watching TV once, and they had like the first three seasons of Lost recapped in five minutes, and it was like this like spit like just through it, and like I had never seen it before, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This shit seems awesome. So we like went to Blockbuster and rented the first season DVDs. That's and like binged it, yeah. We watched The Sound of Metal, that obviously why, which inspired this whole Oscar game, and it was beautiful. I loved it so much, and I think it should win all the Oscars, even though I haven't seen any of the other contenders. But it, uh, yeah, it made me cry multiple times, and the ending was like beautiful. And it's musical because Riz is a musician in real life, and he's a musician in the movie. I'm really bad about watching all the Oscar movies for two reasons. Um, There's too one, many of because, them. Well, I don't care about the Oscars. Yeah. I think they're dumb. I always think award shows are dumb. And, like, I am I wish I could enjoy them more because I have friends that are very excited about them every year. And I'm just like, oh, I don't care. See, but also, there are yeah. too many. And I'm not going to watch them all, which then discourages me from watching any of them. Because I'm like, right. <sighs> I know. That's why I'm just trying to do best picture. But then we watched the white tiger which was also great which is just nominated for writing and nothing else so i was like okay whatever we'll watch a few here and there 
but not going to watch. There's no way you're going to watch all of them yeah. unless you're in the Academy. But I do, of all the award shows, I kind of like the Oscars, even though they get it wrong often as well. Um, yeah. There's, I don't know. It's a fun thing to like try and pick. Oh, what's going to win? What's, what are they going to give it to? It's just so subjective about what movie yeah. is best. It just, uh, I, I like I like the nominations. Like that is like here are a yeah. bunch of movies that are very good. That's a very helpful list that I get every well, year. And I think because the movies are streaming this year too, like a lot of them are on Netflix or Amazon. They were all ones I'd actually heard of. Where usually, yeah, like, what the fuck is uh, this? Some like old boring white person movie that I've never heard of that only like some critics would know. But I was like, oh, I actually know all these movies. Nice. I'm gonna tell you the truth though. I still don't know what Mank is. No one does. Okay, cool. Just that's just me. <laughs> it's it's like uh, the island on Lost. No one by the end. You're like I still don't know if I figured out what Mank is. Now, why don't we uh, talk about our favorite music we've been listening to recently in Touts? Touts. Uh, great albums that came out this week. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Code of the Friend and Static Selecta with Tequila Sunrise. That was great. I will say I uh, do still love his lyrics to go volume two, I think more, but they're both amazing. Yeah. This is another album that like, I'm getting ready for summer. It's got that vibe. I'm ready. I know I've been Uh, making my sunny day hip hop playlist and I'm like, I could just put all code of friend on it. He could be. Yeah. That'd be easy. Uh, Yeek Valencia. Have yeah. you heard this one? Yeah. I, on your on your recommendation, I checked out a, a little bit of it, and it sounded very uh, cool, very vibey. I mm-hmm. liked it. Middle Kids, today, We're the Greatest. Yes. Really cool album. Yeah, that one surprised me. I was like, damn, this rocks a lot harder than I realized on some of the songs, and I played them back in the day, and I know they will be coming up on a future episode as well. Ooh, a little cliffhanger, just like Lost. <laughs> and uh, Jane Inc. with number one. This was a really cool, vibey album as well. Jane Incorporated. Yeah, it's right next to Monsters uh, and just before Feel Good. Ah, yes, yes. Um, I have not listened to that one yet, so I need to check that out. Adding it to my list right now. Well, Luke, um, what do you have that I can add to my list? Okay, well, we talked about Chad Van Galen with World's Most Stressed Out Gardener. Last week, played him on the episode. That, of course, is great. Uh, Michigan native Michigander with his EP, Everything Will Be Okay Eventually. I enjoyed that. Um, also, Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud. Have you heard this one? No, I didn't listen to it. That's some good hip-hop. I checked it out today, and I it's... Uh, the cover's like Scarface and uh, some other guy, and it's like when Tony met Sosa. That was one of the songs, but uh, it was it was pretty cool. I feel like Benny the Butcher's been on a lot of stuff I've seen recently, and he's uh, he's pretty sweet. And uh, and another like uh, Coda and Static Selector and good uh, rapper producer duo combo, team up. yeah. Um, Vegan was one I heard with a Y along with Yeek was on the pollen playlist and uh similarly like electronics kind of vibey uh yeah I think you'd dig it if you check it out. Okay. Adding that to the list. Yep. Vegan with a Y. 
Um, and then uh, Dad Sports, which I talked about. Some great, just like sunny, catchy, poppy uh, indie rock. And I realized they're on Grand Jury with Baby Boys and Samia. So, oh. yeah, along those lines, if you like, like, Samia and Claude and stuff, like, it's it's a good one to listen to. Um, and then I just heard this Otsuki, which is this duo, and it was, like, weird, like, sort of, like, electronic, ominous rock with, like, electronic beats. The album now is a long time, and it was pretty cool. Ooh, I'll have to check that out for sure. There was one song I've been obsessed with that just ain't gonna stop me. Did you hear this? No, Ken, Kenny Beats produced it, and it's Ooh. Reggie and Mont, Monte Booker, and it's only like a minute and a half long, but it's like so awesome. I love Reggie it. Watts, not Reggie Watts, just oh. Reggie, nothing else, just that. <laughs> there is a song by a band called Flight Facilities. Hmm. Yeah, I think you played them on the pod. Oh, did I play them before? I don't know if Maybe. I did, but I may have played them, but I've been a fan of their work for it's, They have years a song now. with Reggie Watts. Ah. And it's the best fucking song in the world. Like it is a song that I like I'm gonna now listen to it fifty times this week. Shoot, is it new? No, it's it's several years old. Oh, okay. I love Reggie is brilliant and flight facilities are sweet. Oh, I'm not talking about the band. I'm just talking about, like, airports, you know, uh, the tarmac out there. You know, love flight facilities. Helipads. <laughs> Big on planes. Yeah. Uh, Stranded by Flight Facilities from 2017. Oh, yeah. Featuring Broods, Reggie Watts, and Sorrow. That does sound familiar. I need to check that out again, because I'd probably it's, love it. I'm now going to be bummed that there's no, like, more Reggie Watts music that's just like I don't want to say normal but like I want him to see him in more stuff. Yeah. Um he had that Wahada uh album a couple years ago where it was him. Yeah. And that was that was pretty sweet. I just want more. The guy's got a great voice and like Yeah. He's he's so awesome. Uh I do have one vintage tout. I was on uh Prince's uh Spotify, because you know they added like a shit ton of new prints after I had like gone through everything they had on Spotify. They added a bunch of his like '90s and 2000s stuff, which is like some of it gets weird. Yeah, (laughs) just looking at the album covers, it's like, oh boy, (laughs) like what is happening here? But uh, they've got this piano and a microphone, 1983, which is like just him playing piano and singing and it's amazing and like he does a short version of purple rain which was awesome but like most of the songs are ones i didn't really know but just i mean prince is the man obviously yeah incredible and i believe it's him playing piano but like the piano playing is just insane on the exact opposite end of the spectrum today i returned to the first uh, parental guidance advisory album I bought as a baby teen because there was a Snapchat filter that had like the black swiped hair and like uh 
like um, mascara, and you just gotta love three cheers for sweet revenge from My Chemical Romance. <laughs> oh yes, that's, it's that's, just oh one of the, it's best. the best. Yeah. Oh, so that was the first parental advisory. Wow. Yeah. I I don't think I actually bought that. I think a friend burned it for me. But uh, that was definitely I, one I of my. I snuck early. it under like another album. Was like, can I buy this CD to my dad? <laughs> and he he must not have noticed or or just didn't care. And they they say some bad Dude. words. Oh my god, that is. I mean, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. And that album, I I like more than the Black Parade. Even though I think the Black Parade is the more, uh, like more artistic and sort of yeah it's like a concept album in a way yeah and you have to give some credit for like doing that successfully but top to bottom three cheers for sweet revenge is just just so great and just my nostalgia for it i just was obsessed with it in ninth grade um you made me think about i was like was this my first parental advisory but it actually doesn't have a parental advisory it just has one explicit song on it which is by the way uh, by Red Hot Chili Peppers, which I, uh, me and my brother used to go to media play. Do you ever remember that store? Yeah. It was like a Best Buy before. And uh, I, I don't know if they exist anywhere. I think they all closed down. But they, I found, by the way, for like 99 cents and bought it. And we would like dispose of all evidence in the <laughs> dumpster at media play and then like slip the the cd into like a cd sleeve and maybe like hide the case in his car or something (laughs) uh but yeah good good old classic uh explicit music (laughs) my romance and red hot chili peppers here in swears for the first time well those are our vintage touts may as well go listen to those as well uh and feel what young luke and kevin felt here in swears for the first time Now we'll look forward and see what we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. First off, I got Shoo Shoo with Oh No, the album of duets that I played a song from last week. Friend of the pod. Yep. Also Serpent with Feet, who we played uh, before uh, with the album Deacon, and I'm super excited for that. He released the song with Nao, who is an amazing singer, uh, that I played on the pod before too. And that song was sweet and, uh, another one. And so every song has been pretty awesome from that. Um, tune yards has a new one. I didn't even realize, uh, sketchy, but I always love Meryl Garbus and whatever she's cooking up. And then the antlers who I haven't heard from in a while. They were a great band. Uh, put out some good albums a few years back and green to gold is coming out. So check that out. Ooh. I have two 10th anniversary editions coming out this week. Tame Impala, Inner Speaker. Great album. An absolute all-time album. Uh, 10th year anniversary is coming out. As well as the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World 10th anniversary, Seven Evil X's edition. Oh, amazing. That soundtrack, I don't know if it's slept on, but it's very good. It's got Beck and Metric and a bunch of other very good artists that did music for that movie. And it's like still in my rotation to this day. And I'm excited to see what else is going to come out. Nice. I was going to say, I don't remember what music was in that movie, but I want to check that out now. We've also got Lemperatrice with Takosubo. Takosubo. Taco Tuesday? I hope so. 
Uh, very cool French band I discovered a while ago, and I'm excited to hear more stuff from them. Very vibey. That's that's the word of the day is vibey. Mm, vibey. And then, oui, oui. Oh, and then uh, YBN Namir with Visionland. This ah. is a collaborator of yeah. formerly YBN Corday, now just Corday. I saw he had a song with 21 Savage that had come out, so I'm curious to see what this album's going to be, because Corday's album was one of my favorites of that year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Corday's sweet, and I will uh, look forward to checking that out. I feel like I've seen him featured on something, too, YBN. Yeah, for sure. He's popped up at some point. He's popped. He's popped. Well, we are, of course, the the mini sons of three mini daddies, uh... We're a Planet Amp podcast powered by Pinecast. Uh, head over to planetampodcast.com and check out all the great stuff over there. And, of course, our third daddy, Offshelf.net. Um, my TV Priest interview will come out next week. Uh, and I'm just, you know, going through reading it, editing it. It's a good one. And we talk about, like, the internet age and just, like, misinformation and the death of truth. And it's quite an interesting conversation. Uh, so check that out for sure. And then uh, we will be going back to doing full episodes next month. So we'll be bringing you songs every single week. And uh, so that'll be fun. So we'll do mini episodes maybe at some point. But for the most part, we'll just be regular old best song ever playing tunes. So that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Luke Levin saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is best song ever! I'm mini! This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.